Okay, so I think it's my question now? Yeah, your question. Okay, let me see what my question is. What is something that most people can easily do but you find difficult <laughs> or very difficult? I don't know, I think I'm not a good dancer. I can confirm that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, I just. I'm, I'm, my body proportions are different. Mm. And so I just have, have always had a hard time like managing that. Okay. And so I just feel like my. my no. Oh, yeah. I, I guess for me, I would say I can't whistle. Oh, really? <laughs> I, can, I cannot whistle. I've been tried, people try to teach me how to whistle. I cannot whistle for the life of me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Wow. Also, I can't swim. That's another thing. Oh, well, that's a life skill. We'll yeah. talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Um, my next question for you is Would you rather be deaf or blind? <gasps> oh, that's really, really hard. Really? I think that I would rather be deaf. Okay. Because I couldn't, and I love music, you know, mm-hmm. I love rock music, mm-hmm. but I feel like at least if I were blind, mm-hmm. or I could, you know, see. Do right. you not to, both disabilities are, are, are life-changing and very, very detrimental. Mm-hmm. It must be very rough. But I right. couldn't imagine not being able to see just the beauty and the wonder mm-hmm. of the world yeah. or not being able to see other people's faces. Um, that would be really, really tough for me yeah. to just not see things. Mm-hmm. And at least if I'm deaf, I can still feel the vibration right. of right. the music. Mm-hmm. So my, I think my other sense would pick up. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know that there's a, a, another sense that would supplement right. uh, uh, the ability right. to see. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I would... I, Blind. Oh, that's a tough question. Yeah. So mine is, I have the same answer. I would rather be deaf um, because um, I'll t- tell you a little story. So I was in the elevator one day and there was a lady who was blind and she had a seeing eye dog. Um, or what do they call them? Um, yeah. Yeah, seeing eye dogs. Uh, and so she. For some reason, you know, usually, like, the service animals are really, they're trained to, you know, not react, to not, you know, kind of um, engage with people. And so this one, for some reason, was very active and very, you know, like, jumping up and down and, you know, kind of, like, um, like pawing at me and things like that. And so I was trying to ignore it, but I just couldn't. And so I said to the lady, oh, your dog is really friendly. And so she looked at, well, she couldn't look, but she turned her head in my direction. (laughs) We're going to hell. (laughs) So she was like, yeah, he is. And I was like, oh, well, what kind of dog is it? And she said, it's a poodle. And I was, I looked at the dog and it was clearly not a poodle. Oh, someone lied to her. It was not a poodle at all. That's fine. And so um, I was like, really? I was like, this is a poodle? I was like, because it doesn't look like a <laughs> The color was it? It was black, but it was What was huge. his hair like? It was, there's, there's, the standard poodle is a huge dog. No, but this was not a poodle. It was, I don't know how to, it was not a poodle. And so um, she was like, it's a poodle. I was like, oh, well, you know, because we had a poodle when I was younger. I was like, it doesn't look like the dog that we had. And she, you know, turns to me again and says, I'm blind. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at the fact that she's blind. Right. No disrespect to, you know, the disabled right. and the blind. But she she turned to me and she said, I'm blind. They told me it was a poodle. That's all I know. And so I was like, 
taken aback a little bit because I was like, well, you know, she's right. She can't see it. She can't verify like, what kind of dog it is. So I would not want some dog, you know, or people telling me, you know, because, you know, I like to travel. I like to right. eat. I like, you know, I want to see the food. I want to see, you know, these sites around the world. I want to do this. I want to do that. And I just would not feel like I'm able to experience that if I'm blind. Like I can't, like they could take me to North Philly and say, you're at the Great Wall of China. I'm like, ooh, but I'm really not, you know? Mm. So I just don't want like people lying to me like that. So I think that's why that would probably, if I had to choose, choose being deaf. Okay. All right, my question now is, what is um, something that parents should stop teaching their children? Uh, How to dance to videos. Oh, like a like a, a video a thought. Yeah. What do they call them? Video girl. Mm-hmm. You know those ones you see on like Instagram and stuff. The kid can't read, but they know every oh. move to the Beyonce video. <laughs> That's They cute. know all the words to the Cardi B song. You can do both. No. If your kid cannot read. But do you know their child can't read? You can look at them and you know. Oh no, you're not. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> I don't know. For me, this is a hard one because now I'm getting on my horse. But uh, I think parents should stop teaching their children gender norms. Okay. Just like, you know, like, I hate the whole pink is for... I fucking hate gender reveals. I'm going to say I hate gender reveals. It's like, oh, let's... A sign. Pink balloons Mm -hmm. or pink cake. It's like, the fact that pink and blue is even a sign is stupid Mm -hmm. to me. Um, To me, like, yellow is a baby color. And green. And green. And cream. I don't know. But it's just like, also like, oh, well, little girl play with these dolls and mm-hmm. always play with these Legos. I just hate, 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 hate Well, Legos are unisex. Well, like, like as of two years ago. Legos? Yes. Legos have always Legos been is, unisex. They have pink and purple get Legos for the girls. I mean, come on. Like, Legos, you get like the whole red, yellow, green. But you know, Legos blue. were always kind of more of a boy's toy. I don't know. I just hate seeing that shit. Like, okay. little boys can play with dolls and Barbies, and I think that that's fine. But and you know, think, all the celebrities get like this backlash. Like, because if they're, they're, who was it whose child, whose son showed up in a dress on some red carpet or something? I don't know. People just need to let fucking children be children. Yeah. yeah. Like, they don't, that's your shit, not the Yeah, I think shit. what it is is the adults are putting too they're much projecting. onto it. They're projecting. But I hate it. I hate it. Because, I absolutely do. Yeah, kids don't know. They, Kind of, because kids are just the most. That's the most imaginative, creative, mm-hmm. fun part of anyone's life. Mm-hmm. You just let your child fully explore. And I hate when parents are like confining mm-hmm. because of their own hangups on bullshit that they're not even educated enough or introspective enough to even explore and investigate. Yeah. So it's just like, because to me, it's like, okay, now it's a dumb parent raising a dumb child. Mm-hmm. But again, and I also, just wish yeah. I would stop that. And so also, I think it's you know they're kind of trying to repress or suppress these kids and you know that can lead to another thing so that's actually my next question which mm-hmm. is do you believe there is a gay gene or homosexuality is genetically influenced absolutely mm-hmm. I think that it occurs in nature I think there's a natural flowing occurrence um, I do believe that there is a gay gene mm-hmm. um, that does not negate the fact that I also believe that some people are it's like a whole nature versus nurture argument, right? Right. I do believe that some people are um, or have certain life instances or circumstances that um, lead them to seek out love, affection, or sex from the same sex. Right. Uh, but I, I, I don't think that that is 
I don't think that it's always born. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't believe that homosexuality is always born on trauma. Okay. I do believe that it's um, a gene. Okay. For most people, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about you? Um, kind of the same, because I think that, you know, when you listen to, um, you know, people's kind of stories and their, you know, coming out or their history or their, you know, life they always say that, you know, at a very young age, I felt different. Right. And I think that that is not always, um, it can't be just a behavioral right. thing. Right. And so at some point, because like when you're, you know, these young ages, you don't, you don't know. You don't, you know, you haven't been exposed to these kind of things. And I think that that, you know, kind of genetic, you know, pre-wiring or, you know, whatever is um, a part of that. I agree. Yeah. We're on the same page. So, what is the most important object that you own? That I own? Yeah. So, when I was in college, I bought this ring that I'm wearing now. Oh. And it was my it was my freshman year in college. I was, you know, like 18. And there was like this silver merchant or whatever. He would always show up in the student union, maybe like once a month or so. And like before that, I had never worn jewelry. And so one day, um, he came. He came by and I was like, oh, you know, maybe I'll just buy a ring today. And so, you know, I like browsed the rings and you know, not wearing jewelry before. I just never, you know, like really looked. So like I found this ring and it's just a simple, like Greek key ring, um, but. It cost me like maybe ten, maybe five or ten dollars. Maybe really? ten, maybe ten at the most. But you I think, think it's it, not green and didn't fall off. No, it's real silver. It's real silver. Yeah. But I've had it since you know for like probably over half my life now, and it you know it meant, it costs nothing, but it means everything. That is my carry necklace. Okay, well that's that's a lovely, lovely mm-hmm. uh, sentiment. I think for me. Um, the most important thing I own is my damn cell phone, my iPhone. I'm going to be that person that says it. I'm going to be that millennial guest because I need it for work. I need it to reach out to my loved ones and communicate with my friends. I need it to look at um, social media and ratchetness. I need it to make reservations. I need it to mm-hmm. call cars and Ubers. I need it to order food when I'm hungry. I need it to look at pornography when I'm horny. I need it to, <laughs> you know, you use your phone for most things. So, so are you going to pay your rent or are you going to buy the new one? Oh, we'll see what had happened was recently <laughs> my phone, I had had insurance on it uh-huh. and the, the microphone part wasn't working uh-huh. and I was like, oh, well, um, your phone's not under warranty no more because oh, wow. you've had this phone for 13 months and oh, you're wow. eligible for like one month over uh-huh. and you're like, and you're, but you're eligible for, for the upgrade. upgrade and this was in like the end of July. Uh-huh. They were like, you're eligible for upgrade in September. Um, so just wait till September. I said, I need to talk on the phone. Like, so I had yeah. to just like submit the claim through my insurance and I oh, have this wow. phone. I'm like, damn, well, it turns out. So I will be keeping my rent. Um, I will rock out with the phone I have. I don't mm-hmm. need the, um, what is, I don't even know what the extra features are. They're Excess. not even not that. Oh, what are the extra features? Nothing. Nothing. Exactly. Nothing. I'll stick with what I got. It's the same phone. But I mean, I, I have other things that are more sentimental to me, mm-hmm. like decor, you know, my giraffe collection, mm-hmm. um, things like that. <laughs> oh, I love giraffes. So I have yeah. my few my few giraffes are some of my most prized possessions. They're not everywhere. There's only four. Mm-hmm. Arizona Renata. 
Helga. They have names, <laughs> which is disturbing. Well, Lima Jurassicle. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite animal. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's your question? Uh, my next question, I think this is my last question. Really? Uh, Are we almost done? Well, a lot of your questions were very similar to mine, so. Okay, um, well, we might have to wrap this section early. Yeah, which is fine. Um, so my last question, no, I, oh no, I have two more, okay. So, what was the first CD you bought and what was the last CD you bought? <sighs> the most recent CD you bought. I am blanking on the first CD I bought, but it was in Vogue. Why do you laugh? Why? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm remembering the video. I don't know why I'm remembering the visual so much. But they all had on the black. They um, always black. No, no, no. They had on the black, um, like, cat suits. And they was walking down the runway. Oh, my God. I can't remember. What's it going to be? Yeah, what's it going to oh be? God. That was the first CD that? I bought. Yes. Oh, wow. With like my money. Okay, okay. Was in Vogue. Mm-hmm. I love me some info. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows. The last CD I bought, it's been yeah. a long time because I've been streaming music mm-hmm. um, on, you know, Spotify. Spotify. But I did try Tidal, but, you know, all my good shit was on Spotify. <laughs> Y'all know how it is. <laughs> you know, I, I did want to support B, but it was hard. Uh, last, so actually, you're asking the last physical CD that right. I actually bought. Mm-hmm. I think or. Full CD that you downloaded, same thing. I think it was like a Dell 21. Mm, okay. So that goes to show you how long ago that yeah. was. Because what she did, she had 29 she recently? Or 25? <laughs> Which I think she's going to do it. She has to do a 30. She better not. Uh, we're over it. Give it a fucking title. She said she was only going to do three. Like... 19, 21, 25. She's done with the Right, she said three. I th- it was either 21 or it was um, Ma- Maxwell's Black. Because remember Maxwell did the Black Summer's Night? So like Where's the, the rest of them? Did they ever I- come out? Ask Miss Maxwell. I okay. don't know. Miss? <laughs> Miss? Yes. Ooh. We'll leave it at that. Okay, I caught that. I caught that. So the first CD I ever bought in my entire life was um, Daydream by Mariah Carey. Um, and that was kind of like my coming of age CD. That was the first, I think I had to save up my allowance. I don't know for how long, but that was my first like CD I actually bought with my own money. Um, went to Walmart. Walmart? And <laughs> always like bleeped out the cuss words. I don't think it had any. Oh. Well, it probably did. It was Mariah Carey. Yeah. Um, yeah back in the day, yeah. Well, well, well not because now. Yeah, yeah. But back in the day, she didn't have any cuss words. Um, and so the most recent CD I bought was, I think, 25 Adele. Oh, wow. Okay, so yeah. we're both there with the 25 mm-hmm. on Adele. But you said you bought 21. That was before that. Well, which one was the green? I had, like, green. They, no, they were all black. No, it had green in it. Then that was 21. It was 21. Yeah, yeah 21. Because 21 was her best album to me. No, I think 19 was her best. Yeah, the nostalgia, but I think 21 was her best. Okay, anyway. Okay, moving on. So, I guess I, I'll do one more question and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll be done. Or no? I, you do one and I have one. Okay. What is the next big thing? The next big thing in the world? Mm-hmm. Pop culture, fashion, food. I don't know. That's a good question. Um... The next big thing in the world, I have no idea. Or like trends, or like... I don't, I don't know. If I knew that, I would be a multi-millionaire. Oh gosh. Okay, you don't have any predictions, any ideas, any things that you would like to be the next big thing? No. All right. 
Damn, I guess I asked bad questions. Okay, so I have so many for this. I think in food, the next big thing is crawfish. Crawfish are about to be Ooh, like popping. Disgusting. No more lobster, no more prawns. No, no, it's, it's all about crawfish. They're so cheap though. That's not never gonna. Right, but we're gonna make it. But it's, it's gonna. But you know, you know how white people take collards and they make them fancy and sell mm-hmm. them. What was that? Me and Marcus was selling the collards a couple years mm-hmm. ago for like. And Williams Sonoma, I think. Yeah, for like ninety five dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. how they like to take low end, make it high end, elevated allegedly, mm-hmm. and then sell it. Yeah, crawfish is the next big thing on the culinary scene. Okay. After crawfish in fashion, everyone with all these tighted fitted fashion over clothes, that's mm-hmm. over. It's over. We're going back. The 80s had its time. We're in the 90s now. The 90s are making a resurgence. Baggy? Everything's going to be very baggy. Ugh, Pants are going to be off the ass. Ugh. Jackets are going to be huge. Everything's oversized baggy. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, that's the next baggy. big thing. I hate it too. <laughs> but it, it, if you already see it on the runways in this most recent fashion week for, you know, Ugh. New York fashion week coming up in the spring 2019 Mm -hmm. but it's all about baggy oversized flowy you know if you have any vintage iniche pull it out no i was in the store one day and they had carl Carl kanai (laughs) pull it out you're about to be rocking vintage it's coming back i was like damn they still make this it's coming wow back wow that's crazy i don't know i did not like the baggy trend nor did i because like back in the Back when I was younger, when that trend was big, I was a little more husky, mm-hmm. and I hated wearing, having to wear baggy clothes because I felt that much bigger, and I just did not like, I don't right. like baggy at all. Well, it's coming back. Mm-mm. The food trend that I think is dying is that they're putting eggs. Remember they used to put egg on everything, like a fried egg on top of everything? Mm-hmm. So I think that's dying. I think that's gone. I actually was dying. I actually was next. Well, I'm telling you, it was gone to make way for the next thing. Okay, okay. All right. Anyway, one, my, more, one more question. My last on. question. This is more like 17 questions. Yeah. <laughs> this is getting long. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, my next, my last question is, what's your favorite movie? I don't have. Oh, okay. You do. I don't have a. I don't necessarily call it a favorite, but there are certain movies that I have to watch every time they come on. Mm-hmm. They are Sister Act Two and Sister Act in that order. Mm-hmm. And um, two was way better. Two is better. That's why I said in that order. Mm-hmm. And then, um, what's love got to do with it? Ooh, really? You know, I love Angela Bassett. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, what's love got to do with it? Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a strat. Okay. There's another one, but I'm drawing a blank on what it is, so I guess it's not that important. Not your um, Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Oh no, no, no. 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 I'm not that Woody Allen. Okay. But there's another movie, like, it's one of those old movies that, like, whenever it comes on TV a lot, mm-hmm. and whenever it comes on, I have to just stop and watch it. Mm-hmm. And not Sex and the City. No, because it's a movie. That's a movie. No, no, okay. Well, well I think of it as a show, but right. it does have a movie. Okay. But I'm, I cannot, wow, I can't think of the actual movie. It, like, comes on TV all the time, like Sister Act. On the free channels and everything. It's an older movie. I must say, J Lo's best movie, in my opinion, is still enough. That was her best movie. That was, that was good for her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about you? You know, my favorite movie is um, is Gone, Gone with the, the Wind. Yeah, because oh. it's epic. That's when like going to the movies was an event. Everyone got five day event. Up. It was like 
it's like a four yeah, hour slave serving popcorn. <laughs> it's not even about the slave. It's about the story. It's about empowerment. It's about you know, just empowerment. Surviving. Yes. Of who? Of the people. What people? Scarlet. No one was led to freedom. To freedom. It's not about that. It's not about. I mean, okay, but you know, it's set in that. It's set in that time, whatever. But you know, the story itself is about, you know, this woman who her main goal in life was to fall in love and you know, get married. But then all this life just happens, and so that's when, um, you know, you kind of connect with it to me because it's like, you know, she had this plan. She's going to marry this guy. She's going to do this. She's going to do that. She's going to have this grand life. But then, like, life gets in the way. Right. You know, it's like war. It's civil war. And she, you know, bankruptcy is like things she had to, she had to do what she had to do to survive. It's right. like a survival story. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she had to get married. She had to do this. She had to do that. Because, like, you know going like in that day like women didn't have rights they didn't have this they didn't have that so she had to marry someone in order to you know have access to money and then the guy happened to die so she gets you know it's like all these things like going on and on and so at the end of the day it's you know her story of overcoming yeah she's a white woman I guess you know anyway yeah there's slavery I'm not not here for it but I'm not really featuring it and um, that's all I have to say. You know, I'm not well, here. I'm not here for the tragic uh, antebellum South. It wasn't even antebellum. It was just. It was bellum. It was bellum. <laughs> yeah. I'm not here for the bellum. The the, the 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 tragic white woman of the bellum South. Well, but boy. Well, I I'll said it. that's my favorite movie. I said what I said. Next topic. Okay. All right, so we're gonna be done with our questions, you guys, right. because we're gonna be long, and I'm getting tired. That's a lot. That's a questions. lot of questions. And you was going into. We're supposed to be rapid fire. Oh, that was the slowest rapid fire I ever did in my life. All right, my bad. All right. Okay, so what's 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 next? So, so you guys, you know, you've been listening for a long time. You know, it's our first episode. We just wanted to share a lot with you. We're gonna kind of roll into. Um, we're gonna just roll into. You know, what's next uh, on the agenda so um what categories do we have we're going to keep categories a little bit shorter this week just because we did that longer segment of the of the 17 questions <laughs> um, million questions um so first category 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 is category is so do you have any? yeah i have categories okay go okay so let's talk about her Royal Highness, the Duchess of Sussex. Okay, so you formerly guys... Formerly known as Meg. Formerly known as Meghan Markle. Yeah, so you guys might not appreciate, but we are Meghan Markle stands. 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 Here on the pod, we support her. We love her. She is a black excellence. Excellent. Um, for all y'all saying she's not black, yes, she is. Y'all she saw is. her mother at the wedding rocking yes. that bomb-ass Oscar green, de Oscar de la Renta suit. Uh, so we stand for Meghan. We love Meghan. To me, she's the second coming of Obama, in case you did not know. They, they have the same birth. Birthday. Same birthday. Not a coinky dink. Not at all. Uh, so I, I do love Megan. Uh, and I, we were gagging because on Monday she released her new cookbook. Yes. We both like to cook. Yes. And we both like to support black women we love. Mm-hmm. Especially when she's royal and she about to um, fuck up the, uh, the, the, the Windsor family with, with a little black bloodline. Yeah. Well... <laughs> Confirmed black bloodline because you know. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got some blacks back in the day too, but you know now it's like it's legit, legit. Mm -hmm. But I've been standing for Megan since 
2016, I think. Yeah, early. And I was early. like, who's this white girl? And no one like, knew no. who she was. <laughs> and so, to give the backstory, so my sister-in-law texted me, and she's like, Harry has a new girlfriend. I looked at the link. I didn't pay any attention because she just looked, you know... I, you know, I just didn't pay any attention. And then I Googled her and found her Wikipedia, and I was like, oh my God, she's black. I could tell from her hair, honey. It was hot. Well, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't really look at the pictures. That's the thing. Like, I saw the name, like, I saw, like, a couple pictures, but I didn't pay it any attention. But then when I, when I, you know, did my further research, I was like, oh my God, she's black. And bam, I was, I was in. Really? From the beginning. And so... You just support everybody black? <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, I move for everybody black. Everybody, okay, everybody. Lisa. But no, okay. but like, since it was just from the moment, like, they, because they released that, that, that whole statement from Kensington Palace about, you know, the media attention and, you know, her getting negative press. I was like, oh my God, she's about to get married to Prince Harry. Because not, that Palace never, wouldn't release any They wouldn't release anything like that. Yeah. And that was like six months into their relationship. Wow. Fast forward to now, and she, um, you know, they had the wedding, you know, she's been very active in community service over there, and now she is um, releasing or supporting a cookbook. She's not releasing it herself. She's no, kind of just It's a partnership. Yeah, this cookbook, which is like her first kind of solo project, and it's in support of um, the Grenfell Tower victims, victims, who there was this massive um, catastrophic fire. In 2015, 2016? Um, I believe 16. 16, yeah. 16, maybe 17. Right. Maybe 17. Okay, right. Um, but, you know, a massive amount of people died in this apartment complex fire. And so... In West Megan, London? Um, somewhere around London. Okay, sorry, sorry. We're getting, we're getting to... Well, yeah. And so, um, you know, she had been undertaking these incognito kind of, you know, trips to this community to support them and, um, you know, offer her support and her well wishes and condolences and things like that. And so, Megan... Um, had a very active social media and also her, her own blog prior to the marriage, um, which has since um, been uh, discontinued. But she's a foodie. And so she went to this community project where they cook, you know, they provide food for the community. And so in the story of develop, de- developing this, um, this cookbook. So anyway, she went on a visit one day and she goes, you know, we, she's talking to the women there. And the woman says that they try to provide food to the community twice a week, you know, at the center. And so Megan says, well, why can't we do seven? Wow. You know, and so that was kind of, and she's like, well, how about we do a cookbook? So it was like this, you know, kind of intuition that, you know, she has this voice, she has this, you know, need and desire and this, you know, kind of feeling that she wants to help these people. She ain't being a lazy royal. Exactly, like some people. But we'll talk about that later. But I, how many copies did you order? I ordered two copies. Okay. I ordered three. So I went, so I went to, um... Amazon, and I sent you the link. But then by the time we went to actually pre-order the books, they either were sold out. I don't know. Amazon, like, it was not available on Amazon anymore. So I ordered mine on Barnes & Noble. Yeah, I got mine on Amazon because okay. I waited Like the next day or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I ordered three. They're going to be lovely Christmas gifts. It'll be nice. I'm yeah. excited. I just wanted to support her efforts. Um, I think she's awesome. Mm-hmm. I think that um, the wedding was beautiful. Oh I really applaud the um the infusion of African American black history. Way. It was the blackest wedding I ever did see um at a royal family. Mm-hmm. 
um, at least. Yeah. I mean, she did all but jump over the broom. Basically. <laughs> that would have been too much. <laughs> would have been too much. <laughs> but um, I, I, I love the wedding. I like her. She seems mm-hmm. genuine. Um, she's just cool. And I just, I like to see, uh, you know, black women of mm-hmm. all shades. Because, mm-hmm. you know, y'all, some black women be coming for her because she's a light bright. Right. But she, to me, is a, a black woman through and through. Mm-hmm. And I fully support her and I love her. And, um, I'm here for it. I'm here for everything. I'm here for all like, the way. I'm here the, for the just, fashions. And the, well, the level, I think for me, it's like the levels of thought that go into her decisions and her right. kind of um, movements through this whole kind of, you know, uncharted territory. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know, she's new. She's American. She's divorced. She's biracial. She has all these things that, you know, people kind of... But she's so representative of right. where of, it feels current. Oh, she, she, she injects a certain relevance Right to the, to the royal family, to the royal family. and that's exactly what they needed at this right. kind of point in time. Right. So we're here for her. Go on Amazon. Go on Barnes and Noble. If y'all like that, we talk about her deal, or y'all can hit the fifteen second fast forward through the Meghan right. Markle section. But there will be one probably every week. <laughs> <laughs> we love her. Um, yeah, so um, let's talk about the Emmys. So you guys might be hearing this a little bit after because we're recording earlier. And again, like we said in the beginning of the pod, we want to give you guys, um, you know, uh, 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 a good amount of content. You right. know, uh, we want to give you um, a couple of episodes when we first release, just so we can get to know us, and then we'll get into our regularly scheduled weekly programming. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but right now, it's you know, it's the Emmys were earlier this week but, uh, that we're currently recording, and. I just want to talk about the Black Emmys and just go over just quickly some of the fashions and some of the um, awards. We'll keep it quick. Um, I was really, really just... um I love Regina King's absolute surprise at her. Brenda from 227. <laughs> I loved her surprise at winning her award for Seven Seconds, which was a show on Netflix, which was really, really great. I haven't seen it. Although, actually, I wasn't able to finish just okay. because I couldn't bear, I could not bear to watch the lead actress. I don't even know her name, but she was an amazing actress, black woman. And if you guys don't know what the show's about, a quick premise, and if, it's spoiler alert if you're listening, um, but it's a show on Netflix. This young boy gets hit by by a car in the snow in Newark, New Jersey. And it's a hit and run. And the guy who hit and run him is a cop and his friends help to cover it up. And then there's this um, public, not public defender, but a a district attorney in Newark who is assigned to the case. She's an alcoholic. And it just basically follows her trying to solve the case. Gina King plays the mother of the deceased child. And um, that's basically what the case is. But um, the DA who's assigned to the case, the black woman, she's this horrible absolutely horrible horrible wig and it's like it's a side pony the wig is waxy synthetic it's just a bad wig it ain't got no movement to it and I just couldn't watch for that purposes so you know that goes to show how styling and costuming and hair is very important on the television production because the wig was so bad because no self-respecting black woman in 2018 who has a law degree would uh, never well actually I know a few in real life and they show her name endless but they would not <laughs> they would not no rock a wig like that. Especially when you're watching a show. A show has to give you a little bit of fantasy. You know? Right. Annalise Keating gave you fantasy. No, her wigs were whack. Her wigs were whack. But you know what? Her suits was bomb. Her dresses was bomb. But again, you don't go into no courtroom with your shoulders, with your shoulders out. shoulders out. 
you know, uh, Olivia Pope would be pumping it through DC in white mm-hmm. coats. Nobody do that. But it gave you a fantasy. And that's what we want, even in the darkest of the most serious crime shows. But the wig, the wig was bad. Seven seconds. I don't think they're doing a season two, but if they are, get the wig. Call in, call in Tokyo Styles or somebody touched by, to by Tokyo to get to get these wigs together because the wig was horrid, horrid. I stopped watching. You lost a viewer. Um, also, want to shout out Angela Bassett. I really oh think she that was, she looked amazing. Oh yeah. Great. Now she's sixty. What's what's her secret? Voodoo. Voodoo. Mm-hmm. Must be. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. It's, it's not drinking water. It's not cutting back on alcohol. <laughs> I've tried it for a couple of months and it didn't work. And I'm I mean, she, she half my I'm, I'm half her age, so I think she's had work. I mean, well, she's that's not good work. That's not confirmed, but, right. but whatever it is, she looks great. Mm-hmm. The body, everything, the face, the hair, she looks amazing. We love Angela again. Yeah, I always watch her. Love got to do with it. But um, Did, I like how she handled because I didn't see him. I didn't see Courtney. No, but I liked how she handled. You know, the New York Times identified. By her as uh, 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 we will say her name once Amarosas yeah. they, they, they said Amarosas was there she was I didn't see her no she wasn't there they, they thought Angela oh. ba- they, New York oh. Times thought oh Angela God. Bassett was Amarosa wow. so that was that was just horrible so but wow. Amarosa handled it mm-hmm. with an Olivia Pope <laughs> meme actually saying it's been handled oh wow uh, but she wasn't too crushed about it also want to congratulate Tandy Newton um, yes. And she congratulated. She said she does not believe in God, which I didn't know. And that's good, well, and fine. Everyone has their own beliefs. Mm-hmm. But she said she wanted to thank God. And God's a woman. Um, you she said it like that. No, she didn't say it like that. that. And, you know, I don't really care for that girl that sings that song, but mm-hmm. that's a good little I song. Like but oh, is that um, the, the Taco Girl? <laughs> Taco Bell Girl. No, that was horrible that he did that to yeah, her. Yeah. But Ariana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, she said, I just want to thank God. I want to thank her. Because okay. God is a woman. Okay. Um, so that that was nice. Wait, who said that? And, um, Tandy Newton. Tandy Newton, okay. Who else won? I did not see the second season of um, Westworld. Westworld. You know, it was too sci-fi for me. Really? It was like, wow, wow, West needs sci-fi. I couldn't get into it. But the second season was like geisha-themed or something. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's too it's cultural appropriation yeah. for mm-hmm. me. But um, I really what wanted Tracy Ellis Ross to win. She didn't win, though. She didn't, but I loved her big, poofy pink dress. I thought uh-huh. it was amazing. Um, Tiffany Haddish won. Tiffany Haddish did win oh, for a uh, host for SNL. That's good for her. Good for her. Um, <laughs> next topic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, no, okay, okay. We're off to dress that. We're not okay. Tiffany Haddish haters. It's just that, you know, I. Mm. Good job, girl. We're proud of you. Keep keep doing what you're mm-hmm. doing. We support. Mm-hmm. And that's all I really that's have to say on the Emmys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Mm-hmm. You know, they did do black reparations where they tried to get Tatina Arnold and um, Dwayne from Dwayne uh, from a different a different world. You know, their Emmys. It was a cute little segment, but the guy, I think mm-hmm. his name was what Che. From um, Michael SNL, Che, Michael che yeah. SNL. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it wasn't convincing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that good, okay. and I didn't really, really, really like it too much. So, all right, what's next on our categories? Category is, it is. It is. So you know, I've been gone for like a, over a week. So I'm trying to catch up on TV now. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I watched today. I watched uh, the last two episodes of Insecure, which I love. We yeah. love Insecure. Yeah. We're black 30-somethings. We have to love Insecure. Yeah. Um, 
which was good. Uh, I watched Basketball Wives. So I missed the last episode and the reunion. Okay. So I, watched, I binged those. And so... Okay, I'm just going to say it. I'm Team Jennifer. And I'm not. Because, and I'll say this, because I just feel like the whole Amsterdam episode where, if you guys watched it, I hope you did. Spoiler alert. You know, if you did not, you know, um, catch up to it and then, you know, join the conversation, text us, um, email us, DM us, things like that. Um, But I just feel like she she started off she said she wanted a one-on-one conversation right she did not get that what she got was kind of like a mob kind of mentality like she wanted to talk specifically to one person to Shawnee um she didn't get that and then you had all these people introducing irrelevant information and it was ammunition for them to kind of gang up on her and try and get Evelyn, her friend, to not, you know, talk to her, basically. Right. To destroy that relationship. Because I think that, you know, she and Evelyn, you know, had this kind of um, period in their friendship where they weren't speaking, they had a falling out, and they since mended that. They agreed, look, I said some stuff about you, you probably said some stuff about me. For the sake of their friendship, we're going to, you know, wash all that away because we were in our feelings, we were mad, we were upset, we were whatever, but we're going to move forward and we're choosing to put all of that aside and move forward. And they did that, but then, you know, these people introducing this kind of new information kind of rehashed all this stuff. I think that, you know, had these other people not been there, had these things not been said, and they didn't add anything unless it was something that I specifically told you that no one else in the world knows. Right. Then that would that would confirm that you, you know, were saying this stuff. But she didn't they offered no information like that. Well without getting into all of that, I mean I'm, I'll be quite honest, I'm kind of over it. These women are all 50. They grandmamas out here fighting and throwing tables and shit. But I do agree with Malaysia because Jennifer tried to make Malaysia look dumb. Jennifer is a liar. Jennifer out here not standing in her truth. Jennifer is being manipulative. And I just, I'm not here for it. Jennifer is trying to blame everybody, pit everybody. And I just, Jennifer needs to go. Honestly, well, to me, she feels like, huh? I think the whole show is gone. Yeah, I'm just kind of over it. I don't know if I'm just getting too old. I'm just over the drama. It's I mean, just but like what is petty. Jennifer, to me, to me, the thing about Jennifer is she tried to put it on Tammy. She tried to put it on Malaysia. She tried to put it on Shawnee. All these people cannot be lying on Jennifer. Well, I think that for Jennifer... Conspiracy or not, Jennifer is just fucked The up. information they brought to she, Evelyn she, or Shawnee is she not She always something. likes to talk like this. And she's like, what you gonna do? I don't know what you're talking about. I never said nothing about that. I love Shawnee's. I love Shawnee's, Evelyn. I love her. No. No, you don't. And you're out here trying to play games and, and, and play both sides Given. and manipulate and move people and it, and, it's, and it came to backfire and that's well, why I got a table thrown in your face shut up well I feel like this 
Jen, I feel like Jennifer is one the type of person who does not like confrontation. I don't deal well with confrontation either. If I'm gonna talk to you, if we have an issue, I need to talk to you one on one, not with like a bunch of people around. And when the one girl, Kristen, was like, no, you need to have witnesses and you need to have people who can vouch for what you said, I'd have been like, no, actually, I just need to talk to this one person. Right. Need to but, but this is a reality TV show. In real life, exactly. that's how that it happened. But this exactly. is reality TV. We, right. need, we, need, we need people to throw tables with their cute Gucci sweaters. But that sweater is not cute. I thought it was a cute it's ensemble. It's too much the way, she, the way she put Everyone together. had a Gucci on. In the Fendi. Yeah. But I, I mean, I get it. But I don't like labels, but that's me. All right. So, let's anyway. get, so how do you feel about Housewives? I, um, oh, when we discuss Housewives, we only discuss Atlanta. Okay. Atlanta. Atlanta. You know, we, Atlanta. Atlanta. We might discuss, you know what? I do like them Beverly Hills bitches, though. I haven't watched them in so many. But you know what? Because to me... They got real money. They do. They, got, they get they got, opulence. They get opulence. I own everything. I own everything. <laughs> they give me Dynasty yeah. 2018 Uh That's why I like them, because them hoes have real money. You know, they be like, on Atlanta, they be like, oh, we gonna go to Barcelona? And stay at this Airbnb. Right. Girl. Stay at this Airbnb and the whole country falling apart in Catalan. Catalonia is, the, is, 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 is protesting. Right. Man, uh, no. And, and Beverly Hills, they're like, oh, we're going to Japan, but we're going to stop in Germany and Austria first, and then we're going to hop down to Australia, and then we're going to Brazil, mm-hmm. and y'all want to go back to my house and try on $2 million worth of shoes. Right. Like, Beverly Hills is a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. And Erica Jane, you my girl, Erica Jane. <laughs> I, I like her song. Erica Jane is everything. She's going on a little tour, but she's not coming oh, to nowhere. She's like, it's like Chicago and like... Oh, okay. Texas, Did California. Did like two songs? She, she, I, she got a smooth two song. Okay. But Erica but Jane. They're, they're cute, though. Erica Jane. And she was, on, um, she was on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> she was. Yeah, she's cute. I like her on She's that. fun. She's a real-ass bitch. Because she, she, she ain't have nothing once upon a time. Clearly. But she, that's why I like her. I love me some Erica Jane. Anyway, back to okay. Atlanta. So, Atlanta. Atlanta. Um, I will not be watching the new season of Atlanta. I'm still watching. Andy, you got my, you got my viewership. No, Andy. No, bravo, Andy. No. Um, so, long story short, I will not be watching because I feel like if it's true that um, Kenya is not on... Atlanta, then I just will not be watching. Because I feel like for the past however many seasons, like this is a storyline that everyone has been waiting for. And, you know, because she decided last season that she didn't want her husband on there, or her husband decided, you know, they had the decision that he wasn't going to be on there, then, you know, to penalize her for that, then that's not appropriate. So. I totally agree. You know, because honestly, if you look at the history of reality television you see that it will ruin a marriage right it'll fuck up your kids mm-hmm. and Kenya is getting both of those things right and I think that she's a real ass woman because mm-hmm. it's like you know what I used housewives to get me in this position a lot in life but I realized that there are things that were important mm-hmm. and I'm not willing to, to, to risk the development of my my future mm-hmm. family Right. Which is enduring mm-hmm. and, and way more important than reality the TV fame mm-hmm. in in them little pathetic checks that these get right. that, that they get. You know, we all would like their checks. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but the sacrifice again. When I went to the earlier question in the um, twenty one or seventeen questions, <laughs> uh, that was like, would you prefer fame or money? Mm-hmm. She has to figure that out, and mm-hmm. I fully support her decision. 
I think that, you know, Bravo could have worked with her because mm-hmm. to me, besides Kenya was the most entertaining person on the yeah. show. Cynthia, boring. boring. Candy, although, boring. Although Candy has the most money and the yeah. most going on, Candy's boring, mm-hmm. to be quite frank. Mm-hmm. Candy's boring. Who else is there? Oh. I can't remember them. Because Nini's not back, right? I don't know. And Nini, you know, Nini's not boring. No one could ever say that. Mm-hmm. Ever, ever. Nini is entertaining television. Yeah, yeah. But to me, I just didn't like this whole past season with her and Kim. Mm-hmm. Sheree. Gone. Girl. She's gone, though. She's gone. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, but like, who else? Who are the other cast members? Um, Phaedra, I know, has been gone. Phaedra's gone. Kim Zolciak is gone. Kim, she was, yeah. Sheree's gone. Portia, Portia, Portia. Oh, Portia's pregnant. Pregnant with a storyline. Right. But you know what? Portia is a beautiful woman and she's nice to look at. Portia is she's stunning. Stunning, yeah. Stunning no, girl. Not taking that away. Gorgeous. But, but again, Portia's dumb. Yeah. And to me, Portia doesn't have the wit right. that Kenya has. Portia right. has the beauty. I mean, Kenya has the beauty and the wit. Mm-hmm. And that made for entertaining right. television. And along with that, like, Portia was out here assaulting people and y'all bring sure. her back. Right. But you. Right. Kick a woman off who, you know, well, wants well, to keep her relationship private? Right. Right. Like, no. That was definitely like them getting back at her. Mm-hmm. But I support her. I still will watch. I'm not watching. Um, I support you not watching. I wish I had that willpower. But I do think that, I, I, for me, the reason I'm watching is because I want to watch the train wreck. Oh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be as successful without Kenya. It won't. It won't be. Because I'm a, I'm a true Kenya fan. Mm-hmm. And um, I will support whatever else she does on any other network or any I will other show. I saw she's filming something. But, but um, like, Cynthia, I love Cynthia. I think Cynthia is a great person. And honestly, of all the girls, mm-hmm. or all the women, rather, on that show, I think that I would want to be friends in real life with Cynthia the mm-hmm. most, because she seems the most real, authentic, yeah. the most authentic, mm-hmm. the most organic, mm-hmm. the most... I would. I feel like me I, and Cynthia could actually right. be real-life friends, mm-hmm. but she just doesn't make for entertaining television, mm-hmm. just point blank, period. Candy... Candy never gives me a at least Cynthia gives me a look. Candy don't even give me a look. Candy don't give me a drama. She always mm-hmm. crying. Mm-hmm. She always don't know what to say. Candy's just horrible television, in my opinion. I never watched none of her spinoff shows, nothing. Um I say keep Mama Joyce and get rid of Oh, but Eva. So Eva, I like the way Eva came in. She came in correctly. She she's, a new, she's a new girl with a peach. Right. She got a, she got her peach. She came in last season as a friend of, and so she came in. She got it started. She started drama with someone who's not currently on the show. Right. The boyfriend or the the guy Cynthia was dating. So not specific specifically with uh, Kent with uh, Cynthia. Mm-hmm. And so she came in. She got it started. You know. But the thing that that gave it. Um, to Eva for me was when they were in where did they go? Barcelona? Barcelona, yeah. They went to Barcelona, yeah, yeah. And she was like, she woke up that next morning and she was like, excuse me, do you guys want some coffee? Can I get you something? Like, that was like, yes. Right. Like, deference, girl. Like, right. you know, right. get them some coffee. Yeah, I get it. And, you know, also, I'm, I, I am excited to see Marlo. Um, I know that Marlo used uh, a, a gay slur probably, like, what, four seasons ago? Five seasons ago? It was, like, maybe, like, it was a long time ago. And yeah. Andy stuck it to her and, and, and withheld her peach. But I hear just talk on the street that she's getting a peach. Um, Marlo is good television. She is. And she gives a good look. Right. So I'm here for Marlo, and yeah. I think that Marlo does deserve her peach. 
Um, do you want to talk about Insecure? What's going on? What do you feel about that? Um, so I binge watched it, so it was like a lot to take in. I'm glad that. Well, I'm not glad that Lawrence is back. Um, I knew he was coming back. Gregory is insecure. Right. So <laughs> I feel like Issa's a fucking mess. Issa is messy. Yeah. Issa is trifling. Yeah. Issa needs to get her life together. together. She's very disappointed. She's very dysfunctional. And. Um, so, I mean, I liked it, but then at the same time, I was just, you know, it was it was a lot to take in. I feel like her, I feel like them bringing Lawrence back was kind of expected, and I feel like people were kind of just waiting for him to come back. I hated that. And I did not. Leave him where? Back there. Right. Like, I didn't want him, I didn't want him to come back for... For no reason other than I wanted to experience her growth without him. Right, I agree. Um, I do think that Nathan is criminal. I think that Nathan's on the run. Well, he was on How to Get Away with Murder. Right. So I think there's a crossover here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But something's going on with Nathan. Why is he not returning her calls? Why he's not getting back? Well, he did say that he feels like he um, does the most. Right. Well, but but did did he do the most to win and where? He took her for a taco and they went skinny dipping in the white person's pool. And they had sex on the Ferris wheel. Oh, that was hot. Um, but they never used no condoms. But and, yeah. <laughs> that's okay, though. So I thought what would have been funnier to me if she was in the convenience store trying to buy some Plan B and then she ran into Lawrence. Right. Who has chlamydia. Ugh. Messy. Because yeah. if you think about it, if you do at the time, like, Lawrence, they've only been single for like six to eight weeks. Yeah, it's not even that long. Right. When you look chronologically. Right. Because he's only been gone four episodes and it seems like an episode happens like every other week. But then her, that's chronological. Pregnancy like was rapid fire. So maybe, maybe it's a couple of months. But you know, the character I identify most with is Tiffany. Yes. Tiffany is bougie and extra mm-hmm. and fabulous and magnificent. Um, personally, I identify with her. Professionally, I identify with Molly for okay. obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but Molly is missing. I don't know how she get that. Well, you know, we'll, we'll continue to have we'll more updates on Insecure. Yeah. All right, so what do we have for tens across the board Ten, this tens, week? Tens. Tens across the board. Who are you giving tens this week? Who am I giving tens to? I've really been giving too much thought about who I'm giving tens to. Mm-hmm. It's, been a, it's been a slow news week and a rough yes. week, but you know what? This week, I'm giving tens to Anita Hill. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving tens across the board. Why? Well, okay, first. Tens across the board to Angela Bassett for killing it in your beautiful Slay. white look at the Emmys. You looked Slay. stunning. You slayed. You're a queen. Besides that, I'm giving tens across the board to Anita Hill, Professor Anita Hill, and her support, uh, Professor Blasey Ford. And see, sometimes you guys might hate us because we're going to get a little bit intellectual, but this is, Blasey Ford is going to testify against Kavanaugh for the Supreme Court. And I really appreciate how Professor Anita Hill is now coming out in support of this woman. A smooth, what, 25 years later? Okay. And... I think it's awesome, and I, I, I still believe in the hill tends across the board for her. Okay, good for her. I Me too, movement, mm. hashtag move forward. Mm. We'll talk about that later. I'm giving tens. Well, I don't know, I have multiple tens this week. Is that okay? Pick one. One? One. Okay. Tens. 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 Tens across the board. Uh, 
Hmm. Come on, you have to pick someone. <laughs> this long ass show. This is a long show, you guys. We're sorry. This is our first um, episode. We have a lot to talk about this week. Um, so I'm giving tens to. I'm giving tens to Mariah Carey because she released her new song GTFO um, <laughs> recently in support of her MC15, her 15th studio album. Is that yeah. what the album's gonna be called? No, that is the hashtag. MC15. It's her 15th video album. I like the song. I'm not in love with the song. It's not going to get number one. It's but not. It is, but it has grown. It has grown up in me. Um, it's very vibey. It's very kind of. When I first heard it, I was like, oh, this is kind of Drakey. Kind of like Drake. And they have similar producers. There's talk that they are collaborating on a new song. Well, he did that emotionless. Yeah, with her sample, right. which kind of probably sparked the collabo. Um, so yeah, so I'm giving that tens in anticipation of um, MC15, which should be released in October. The Lambly wants more music. More music, no rappers. Well, I love a rapper with mm. Mariah, but anyway, maybe she should do like one of the doll girls, like the Cash doll, the Asian doll, the Cuban doll, or the other city girl or whatever. No, or like, no uh, okay, no, no. no, no. We're just going to tend just All to right. Mariah. We'll just tend to Mariah. Tends and Mariah only. Mariah, follow us, please. Oh, if you follow us, we will, I will die. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that was our first show. Thank you, Thank so, you so much, much for listening. Um, tune in every week. We're going to give you shows weekly-ish. No, not no, no, weekly. No, weekly. We're, We're not going to be like other podcasts yeah, out here who, you know... Coming whenever, wherever. We're gonna give you weekly shows. Um, just look for us on the dates that we'll post. Um, once we get our routine set and we're giving you a lot of content on the regular basis, you'll see our shows posting routinely at the same time every, every week. week. So again, thanks for listening to Category, Category is. is. Be sure to like, subscribe, um, follow us at Category Is Pod on Instagram and Twitter, and we're also Category Is. Pod at gmail.com. Thank, Thank you. you Bye.